0: No, but seriously, how are you? (laughs) I'm doing great because I just feel so ahead today. I woke up this morning. I got a workout in. I prepped all the food for dinner. I got to spend the entire day with my baby and my dog. And now I'm recording this podcast. And after this, I'm going to be actually making the dinner so that when my husband gets home, he has some warm food on the table. That is rare these days. It is hard to be a working mom with a little baby (laughs) <laughs> and try to run a business and do all the things. I'm sure you guys know my pain. Um, anyways, becoming a mom has made my days like this one difficult to come by. It's hard to get all the things done. No joke. I actually feel like I get more done on the days that I have to go to my office, which is so weird, but I just feel so much more efficient those days. But anyways, that's what this episode is about. This episode is about my personal journey of becoming a mom and become, and being a business owner. Um, I wanted to give you some behind the scenes details, and I'm assuming that many of you out there that are listening can relate. Even if you're not a mom, there's some emotion in this episode that you can probably relate to. And even though I love giving you the how to's for your business and for social media, I get lots of questions about this very topic. And I figured I would do an episode and share my journey with you. So with that said, I would love if you could take a minute out of your day and leave a review for this podcast. It will really help me get this podcast out there. And on top of that, it will help someone who needs to find the content, find it. So please do that. And thank you so much in advance. Okay, so let's dive in. I get a lot of questions about being a mom and a business owner. I get a lot of opinions too. And as you can guess, many of those opinions are more like judgments. It actually started when I was pregnant. So I had so many people reaching out to me saying that they were curious how I would navigate being a mom and a business owner. And most of them were women. So many of them reached out because they were afraid of having children. And I know many of you listening are not in the dental world. But just to paint a picture for you, many business owners in the dental world are the only person working in their practice, meaning there's no other dentist in the practice. Many of us don't have associates. I can imagine that the same is true in your industry as well. Like if you're a plastic surgeon or a hair transplant surgeon or a dermatologist or something, it's possible that you don't have other doctors in your practice that do exactly what you do. You may, you may have associates, you may have partners, but you, you know what I'm talking about. The problem with this is that when you aren't working, you aren't making any money for the business, right? Like it's great having your own business and everything, but you are the one that is responsible for the mass production in your office. So when you're not there, it's a lot harder to make things work. So that's why a lot of women reached out but I was never afraid. I was never afraid of this because worrying about these types of things doesn't serve me. I feel like I've been through so much in my business already that I can push through anything if I want to. And I also have this mindset of I can make anything I want possible. It really is all about how you think about things, how you plan, how, you, how intentional you are, how motivated you are. That's why a minute ago, I said I wasn't worried because I can push through anything I want to. So during my pregnancy, I was very calm. I didn't worry about my business. I actually had planned on taking two to three months off to be with the baby. So I had planned for that. I made sure that all my patients were taken care of. I made sure all the finances were taken of, taken care of. I made sure I had written out all the checks ahead of time, like for the rent, for all of like my standard bills and all of that. And I had all my payments set up for three months. So I didn't even have to think about it. I was so organized and I made sure all of my referrals were all set up. I made sure my staff was prepared. Although to be honest, they were not prepared for me to take any time off. (laughs) Um, I mean, they were, but they love me being there and working my butt off. Obviously they do, but, um, I was due in November so I told them not to book anyone until February and my office manager was so confused she booked people in January anyways and I I had to tell her to take those people off the schedule and she was like what do you mean you're not going to be back and what's really funny so I always joke with her cuz she I sometimes feel like she wants to like overwork me and kill me but I I tell her to do it so it's like a weird balancing act that we do um and it was funny because she was so hard on me of like, I can't believe you're not going to come back in January. And I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Like I'm going to have the baby and figure it out. And then she was like, "Um, okay. And then recently, like two or three weeks ago, I found out that she actually took three months off for both babies when she had them. And I was like, hey, how did you, how come you're getting so hard on me? I ended up only taking a few weeks off. But anyways, we're going to get into that. So I feel like my staff was more worried than I was. And then on the other side of it, I had people telling me that there was no way I could have a business and raise a baby and all the questions of what I was going to do with my schedule and what I was going to do with my patients and would I hire an associate and all of those things. And none of those things were worrisome to me, but you know, what was a worry for me? So this is something I struggled with internally. And I didn't tell anyone, not even my husband, And I would think about it every single night before I went to bed. I was worried that I would have my baby and never want to go back to work. And sometimes I would even cry thinking about this because I had gone through so much school. I had my own business. I struggled so much to create my business and make it exactly how I wanted it. And I had employees that depended on me for a paycheck. And I just had built this business that I love and I adore my patients and I would think to myself, what if I never want to do dentistry again? And what if I resent coming in after having a baby? So that was something that kept me up all night that I never shared with anyone. That thought was so terrible for me. And what I would tell myself looking back is that I would have figured it out. In life, you can always figure out if you want to, whatever you want to. And I know that, but I was worried about it. I just couldn't help myself. That's how we felt. Now, as far as hiring an associate, that was not something I was ready to do during my pregnancy. It's something that I've thought about this year and was ready to do until the coronavirus outbreak hit, but hiring an associate is a big deal. And during my pregnancy, it was not something I was willing to do. I had enough going on when I was pregnant. I was helping people inside of Grow With The Gram. I started this podcast. I was getting my last travels in that I would have for a while and even longer now that, you know, COVID is in the air and hiring an associate was just not in the plan. And here's how I knew it wasn't the right time. You know, that feeling you get in your gut when something just doesn't sit well with you when a thought that doesn't sit well, well, I've learned to listen to that feeling. Anytime I thought about hiring an associate, I felt stress. So I knew it wasn't the right time and boy was I right about that. So anyway, let's fast forward a little bit. So I just don't spend all day off track and talking your head off. So I had my baby and man, did I struggle the first few weeks. I struggled because I was used to being so efficient, getting a lot done. And I found myself not being able to figure out how to even take a shower that was longer than three minutes. I just struggled a lot in the first three to four weeks, but I realized that I loved going to work. So about two weeks after I had the baby, I would go into work and get some admin work done, do some paperwork. Most of the time I took the baby and I loved it. It just made me feel normal. So I would go into work, but not see patients for the first few weeks. And then after about four weeks, I started going back one day a week and it felt great. Then in January, I started going back three days a week and two of those days were half days. And One was a full day. So originally I was working three. uh, I was working three and a half days. So pre-baby, I was working three and a half days a week. So going down to three days a week wasn't that big of a deal. But in a way it was because those three days end up being two full days since two of those three days are half days. Does that make sense? So like two days, I'm only working half days. And then that third day, I work a full day. So here's the thing. I wasn't willing to allow my business to take a hit for it. So yeah, obviously in November and December, my business took a little bit of a hit, but I was totally prepared for that. That's something I knew was going to happen. I know in many businesses, women go back to work a week or two after having their baby. And in fact, many of my colleagues did that and I admire them, but I didn't wanna do that. I wanted to give myself some time. So I was prepared to take a hit in my business so that I could enjoy my time with my baby. But starting January, I was determined to keep my business exactly where it was at the like pre-baby stage with a new modified work schedule. And I knew it was possible. I just had to get my team to believe it too. And we all got on the same page and all was great until the coronavirus outbreak when we shut down. But here's the thing, even though I loved going to work, even though it felt good, I felt guilty. Becoming a mom made me feel guilty a hundred percent of the time. If I was home all the day, all day, I felt guilty. If I went to work, I felt guilty. I felt guilty because I never felt like a good mom. I felt guilty because I felt like I wasn't at the office enough for my patients. I felt guilty that I wanted to work. I felt guilty that my daughter wouldn't see me for, for several hours or like for a full day mom guilt is a real thing. I even felt guilty because when she was awake, I didn't even know how to entertain her, especially in the beginning. Or sometimes like when she was awake, I would have to take work phone calls. And I just felt guilty doing that because I was like, Oh my God, she's awake. I have to like entertain her and I have to talk to her and read books to her and do all the things. And I'm taking a work call. But what I did is I just sat with those feelings I let them be there and I let myself really feel them. And I would remind myself that there was no better mom for my daughter than me. And I think why I felt guilty is because when I was at work, I was thinking about my baby. And when I was home, I was thinking about work. So of course, I'm going to feel guilty, right? Like I'm I'm at work thinking about like, oh my God, is, does my baby need me? Um, like, is she okay? Does she need to be fed? Even though I know she's being fully taken care of. And then when I'm with the baby at home, I'm thinking, oh my God, did somebody have a dental emergency? Are my patients okay? Do they need me? Is like, What's happening? And especially on the days that I work half days, I would get bombarded with calls and texts from my office manager needing to discuss things. So here's the important thing. If I lost you during this and you're multitasking, come back to me. One day, I was with my baby before going into work and I had so much anxiety because I had all these texts, all these phone calls from my office manager, and I always feel like I need to respond right away. I mean, even when I am out of the country, I respond pretty quickly, but that one morning I thought to myself, you know what? Nothing is going to happen if I don't respond. I read the texts. Nothing was urgent. And so I sat with the anxiety and decided that I couldn't live each day strapped to my phone. If I was going to be on my phone all morning and not be present with my baby, I may as well be at work, right? So I didn't respond. And on my way into the office that day, I called my office manager and we had our talk. What I decided is that I have to be present in the moment. So when I'm with my baby, I don't deal with anything work-related. When I am at work not going to be dealing with anything baby related unless it's an emergency on either end. Of course, then of course I am. So I set very strict boundaries and now i schedule meetings with my office manager on the days that work for me best and the days that I don't go on at all. Sometimes I schedule meetings, then sometimes I don't, but basically we have set times that I will respond to work related things. And a lot of that time depends on the nap schedule. So sometimes I'll initiate like because the nap schedule is all over the place. So I'll tell her like, you know what? I'm going to put the baby down for a nap. I'll be ready to talk in about 10 minutes. And and that's when we'll talk. Other than that, those mornings that are my half days, I am a mom and that's what I am doing because work can wait. So whether or not you're a mom, you likely have a situation similar to this in your life. But what I have to offer you is that is to let yourself be present. Give your focus to 100% of what you are doing. It is so freeing to do that and you actually get such better results that way. When I started doing that, the guilt started to go away. Don't get me wrong, I still have mom guilt. I still have business guilt, but on on a way smaller level. And deep down, I know that what I'm doing is right for me. I can't pour out of an empty cup. I have to take care of myself before I can give to others In healthcare, you already know this, but we spend so much of our time pouring into others. So we have to take care of ourselves first. And in this situation, taking care of myself means spending a little more time with my baby than it does being at work. I always remember that my baby will only be this little for a short period of time. I can never get this time back, but I can always work more hours in the future. Again, I listen to my gut feeling, and when I feel at peace with my decision, that means I'm doing it right. Spending more time with my baby is something precious to me and something I will never regret. What's funny is that I've had so many people since I was pregnant, since I've had my baby and throughout this year, try to tell me things like, well, there's just no way that you're going to be a good mom and have a business. You just can't have both. You, you have to pick one. It just doesn't work not just like one or two people. I can literally think of 20 people off the top of my head who have told me things like this constantly. And sometimes I like run into people and they say, oh, are you still trying to do that working mom thing? You know, that's never gonna work, right? And what's so interesting is most of these people are women men for some reason are so supportive. Even during my pregnancy, it seemed like men were more supportive than women for the most part. Like I gained quite a bit of weight during my pregnancy. And women would say the strangest things to me like, oh, there's just no way there's only one baby in that belly of yours. You've got to be having twins. Or women would tell me things like, oh, you know what? Your body is just never going to be the same. Your baby just screws it all, all up. Meanwhile, men would be like, holding doors open and they would pick up weights at the gym for me. And like when I was done using them, they would put them away and give me compliments, like just out of a blue. And so many of my male patients would tell me I was glowing or that I looked great and I looked super healthy. And it was so opposite from what so many women were saying to me. And I I just felt it was so weird. But I never let those negative comments get to me. But I would tell my husband about them and be like, isn't it weird what people say to you when you don't ask for their opinion or their advice? And I would actually be like, I would never tell a pregnant woman any of those things, But that's just me. I don't expect other people to do the same thing I would do. And you know what I think of those opinions? I think that it's their opinion. And everyone has the right to think and feel however they want, which means you have the right to think and feel however you want. You want to be defeated and offended by everyone else's comments? Then you can do that. Or you can say, well, that's their opinion. Maybe that's the path they chose, but you don't have to go down that same path. Maybe that person is speaking from their own experience, but that doesn't mean your experience will be the same. I just smile at people who make comments like this to me or give me their opinions. I don't let other people control my life. I'm in control of my life and my thoughts are what make me in control of my life. And guess what? I am a working mom. I do have a business and I feel like I'm a great mom. I can do both. And I'm obviously not the only person doing this. There are so many women I look up to that are amazing women, some working, some owning their own businesses and killing it in their industry. I look up to these women and I know that if they are doing it, I can too. I felt so inspired by so many working moms. And honestly, I have a whole different respect for all moms out there. And you know what else? I love the fact that I'm a working mom. I love that my baby will grow up seeing her mom work, that she will know that there are no limits to what she wants to do in her life. And guess what else? I did get my pre-pregnancy body back. It was hard work, but I wanted it, so I worked for it. It's really all about your goals and your mindset. So yes, becoming a mom has made me change the way I do things. I've had to modify a lot of things in my personal life and in my business life. I've had to become even stronger mentally than I ever needed to be. And that's one of the reasons that I decided to actually become a certified coach. I've had to become even more efficient and I've had to become even more intentional and better with my time management. And yes, I do still have mom guilt. Mom guilt is a real thing and it is alive in my life, but I believe that's just a normal part of life. So feeling these types of emotions, I'm okay with that. So if you are a business owner and worried about your business after having children, don't be, even if you're not a business owner, if you're an associate and you're worried about having a child, don't be. For the men out there worried about their wives having babies, don't be because everything is outable. Everything. There will be a period of adjustment, but worrying about things before they've even happened doesn't serve you. Like I mentioned earlier, if I could go back to my pre-pregnancy self, or my pregnant self, I would tell myself not to worry about how I would feel about working after having my baby. I tell myself that I would just figure it out either way. So whether I wanted to work more or whether I didn't want to work at all, it was going to be my choice and I would figure it out. So I hope that this episode really inspires you to believe in yourself and not worry so much. I also hope that I answered all of your questions regarding this topic. If I could leave you with one thing, it would be to trust your gut and take your brain with you that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this episode was helpful for you next week. I'm going to be answering the question of whether you should market your business or create a personal brand online. I have, I have an opinion about this with some details of why I have such strong opinions. So make sure to tune in. If you want to connect more, head on over to Instagram and find me. I welcome all your questions. I want to know what you are struggling with so I can create content for you. I want to know all the things so pop on over on Instagram, say hi. I would love to chat. Tell me all the things. My handle there is at Dr. Yazden. All right, my friends, have a beautiful day. I will chat with you on Instagram. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.